Hey guys, welcome to Shooting Blanks. Uh, today I sit down with Jamie, who grew up with me. I've known her since I was about nine years old, and we talk vaccines today. Today we take a break from the mental health aspect of it just to dive into what's going on in the world. So hopefully there's some information there that you haven't heard that you can learn something from one side, and maybe I can get somebody from the other side so we can just compare notes and see where we should go from here for our best individual lives. Uh, sit back and enjoy, guys. Thank you. Recording in progress. There it is. And then I'm going to ask, where's your Bang Bang Niner gang? <laughs> so, okay, yeah. <laughs> where's, like, my, okay, so I'm taking this literally. Do you want, like, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you don't know? You don't know? We're just going to, we're just going to ignore yeah, that one. Uh, I, I don't know how, how, like, censored is this? I don't know what we're doing. How censored is it? You're talking about like, cause I have literal Niner gear. That's what you're talking about. I just noticed that I'm wearing mine, cause we're a nice. Uh, ah. We're a nice uh, three and O, oh. and uh, Miss uh, Hood and Holy Water over here is not wearing her. Uh, her Jimmy G. She ain't. She ain't wearing that Jimmy G. I, you know, I I don't have a Jimmy G. I can. Huh. Put on Patrick Willis right quick. All right, uh, I won't. I won't judge you for that one. I'll. I'll be. I'll be a hundred percent good if you put on that. That Willis, but you know. You know, I also have a Colin Kaepernick one. I'm really embarrassed by that. Oof. Oof. But it was before he went commie. So. Oof. I mean, you know, uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and say that the Raiders are the first uh, NFL team to uh, win their first three games against teams that were ten, that won ten plus games last season. Because okay, nobody cares. Uh, nobody cares at all. About I it. have like four Raider fans that listen, Jamie. Let them have their moment, okay? Okay, you got it. You got your. You got I only it. have five and listeners, so <laughs> let let my four be happy. <laughs> Understood. I, I, I've never been one to rain on someone's parade, unless you're a Raider fan. But wow. we'll just call, we'll just give it a pass. That's fucked up, bro. I mean, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. Dude, so technically, before we get into this, I have now drank a different flavor rain every time I record these. Or rain. This is a bang. Uh, every time I record these. And I don't, you know, Are they all good? I like them. But that's not saying much because they're 300 milligrams of caffeine per and I drink four to five a day. So, How much caffeine do you drink? A day? Yeah. Uh, probably 1,700, 1,800 milligrams. How much are you supposed to drink? Uh, I'm not a doctor, so probably not that much. <laughs> What's the recommended daily you know, amount? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say like maybe 400 milligrams. Um, like how much is in my coffee? I don't know. I, I think it's, I don't know. I'm looking. See, I, I, I try to Google it, and all it brings up is teenagers and pregnant women. But it's 400 milligrams a day, so I am a doctor. That's it. Oh, I'm... wait. Uh, caffeine content, 46 milligrams a day in my Diet Coke. That's bad for your heart, bro. And I'm sure this 300 milligrams isn't good for mine. But Oh, wait. There's 300 milligrams of caffeine in that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> your heart's going to explode out of your chest, bro. <laughs> it has a disclaimer not to drink it if you're not over 18. Uh, dilly dilly. That's some, that's some serious shit. Yeah. Like, Are we allowed to swear on your podcast? Jamie, Where you better rules? you better watch your fucking mouth. Okay. Okay. Watch <laughs> it. I'm like, what are the rules on podcasts? On my podcast, I don't have rules. Um, 
I like to just have it go and see where it where it takes you. So since because since because you and I know each other, we've known each other since we were nine years old, um, which is a super long time. We're gonna have a better flow, I think, than a lot of other people that have been on and gonna be on. But I still want to ask a couple questions. Looking at my phone because I took some screenshots of some questions just to break it down that way. And I've got my Google up. I'm ready to go with my bookmarks and all my shit. So I figured you'd ask me something. This is where I get canceled. No, this isn't where. Our conversation is where I get canceled. Right as I got on YouTube, I'm like, nah, fuck that guy. Anyway. Right. Uh, I hope not. It's very, it's, you know, I don't think so. I think, I think it's, there's a lot of big audience out there. There's people that are ready for the information, ready to have the conversation. Um, people, you know, there's, it's, so it's really still polarized, but. Um, I don't know if they're ready to have the conversation. I think that, uh, let me ask this question, bro. We already jumped into it. Let me ask this question. <laughs> Is holding your breath when you have the hiccups, like turning off and on your lungs again? Is that the same thing? Is it the same thing? What? I'm like, what are you talking about? What when, do you mean? When something doesn't work. The, what's the first thing? Did you try turning it off and on again, right? To get the computer okay. to work, whatever it is. If you have the hiccups and you hold your breath, is that turning your lungs off and on again? You went away. You're talking. I can see your mouth moving and now you're frozen. So, uh, do I don't know. Oh, oh, you're talking. I can't hear you though. I don't know if you can hear. Oh, oh, there, oh we're having... Oh, there you are. I was going to answer for you. I had my Jamie voice ready. I was going to talk for you. Um, but I have like, I have like the worst. It feels like I, I have another computer that has a camera. I just haven't, tr- I haven't figured out how to get to work. I haven't troubleshooted it. Do we want, did you I'm try like, to turn it off and on again? Right. <laughs> I'm like, I just haven't had time to troubleshoot it or like an opportunity. So I'm on my Chromebook. So I could try and get that up for a more stable connection if you want not right now we could do that because you're gonna i want i want you to be on here more often than not uh which is that was a weird thing to say but uh you know a a repeat repeat person yeah um but anyway that was the tension breaker to start talking but clearly we just started talking about it like some valid question that had to tie into what we were talking about i was like no my last time my last podcast i started it with ray j or brandy who's more famous they said brandy i said ray j i'm like it's for sure is more famous uh yeah he started kim kardashian yeah I mean, <laughs> no, he, he's just, you know literally he started in her so you I, mean, know. I like that chris pat uh, pratt thing you know of uh, kim kardashian's comeback uh <laughs> what'd she say oh when you know and he's like she has she has come on her, on her back right <laughs> chris pratt is one of my favorites mine too I, I really like him i haven't seen that new weird time travel movie he's in yet but i want to um, but anyway, I don't think people are ready for this conversation. Not yours and my conversation. I mean, just the conversation in general, um, because it's either gonna. I think it, it fucks with too much pride on both ends. It's either gonna make people yeah. boastful as I was right, you were wrong all along, so feel like shit, or I feel like shit because I thought everything was as serious as they said, and it wasn't. And now I look stupid, and I don't want to look stupid. And I don't think people are fully ready for either end of that spectrum and it's it's going to be hard no matter what you do um i don't think you're wrong i think uh i think it's a valid point i mean if the for example if the vaccination numbers that we're looking at nationwide whereas at least 70 percent of the united states has had at least one shot over 50 percent has had at least two shots if we're looking at that alone then it's not as polar 
you know, it's more polarizing than maybe we feel in our day-to-day lives. So if 70% of of the people are for it, that means 30 are against it. 80 million people is a lot of people though. And to put it in perspective, it's uh, concentrated in large swaths of areas. And statistically speaking, um, there are more people than just Republicans that are skeptical of everything that's going on. There's a really big middle um, that gets overlooked because everything is so polarizing. And I obviously, you know, as a content creator or creator of any kind, you, you know, you take a piece of those polaring sides and you either joke on it, you talk, you know, we're all kind of contributing in some way, shape or form to the pol- polarization because we're just humans trying to get through our day. So we post a funny meme or, a, you know, it, we're not, you know, we don't operate as a collective. And so my kind of, um, you know, ideally, the best thing to do would be to find the things that we do have in common. And what I do find like across the board is everybody understands from the perspective of a consumer, we can debate vaccine efficacy, uh, the crooked nature of vaccine pharmaceutical companies and how they lobby in our politics. We can debate that all day and really have a partisan, you know, back and forth debate. But at the end of the day, we're all consumers and it boils down to really consumer choice. So you as a consumer should have a choice as to what it is that you're taking. And I feel, you know, whether it's, you know, what fruit you buy, what soda you drink, we all as a a consumer have a right. If Coca-Cola was to say the only drink you could ever have is, you know, Coke products for the rest of your life, people would automatically be like, screw you. It, it, It would be so instinctual playing on the ego, playing on the, you know, all that kind of stuff. People don't like being told what to do, but they don't view vaccines as the same way because of the guise of public health. And what I like to try and do in honest conversations and debates is shift the focus back to consumer choice. You as a person has a choice. And that's a conversation I think people can get on board with. People aren't ready to hear about polio and DTaP and, uh, you know, the Vaccine Injury Act and liability free and risk and what that means. Yeah. But they they can understand, hey, you're right, I'm a consumer, and what I, you know, what I choose to do as a consumer, because these are products, these right. are not, you know, they're products, it's, it's nothing different than the Coke, you can have, you know, there's multiple vaccine manufacturers, you can choose which one, you as a consumer have that much choice, why not have a choice, and what you're actually, you know, why is that so polarizing, and so that's the, like, the best conversation to start, especially with a skeptic, yeah. you know, somebody that is traditionally non-fearful of vaccines, and I don't want to make make it seem like all you know all vaccines are the same as what we're dealing with with COVID because that's not true or honest. Right. But there is a level of uh, similar crookedness. We'll call it crookedness in all of them. So they all have a dark side, and that's where informed consent comes in. And that's what we don't get. That's what people don't get. That's why these conversations are so crazy because they're like, wait, what? You're full of you're full of shit. Yeah. And then you know you go down a rabbit hole like I did and kind of like like stop doing it altogether. Like I wasn't always anti-vax, you know, and I hate that term because I'm not anti-vax. I just, I am willing to take the risk of my children getting these, some of these illnesses um, because of the, you know, the risk to that, to them, should they get the illness and recover? I mean, and most of the illnesses we're vaccinated against are largely survivable. Like a lot of people always bring up polio and that's a whole nother issue, but these um, you know, chickenpox, mumps, measles, rubella, rhinovirus, rotavirus, pertussis. Those are those are very survivable. Um, we used to have so chickenpox not- parties, or our parents did for us when we were kids. It's oh, Jamie yeah. has it. Nick, go play with Jamie. Go give her a big hug. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it 
was, you know, you, there's certain things, you know, it's like, if you get a fever, most people just pop a Tylenol. It's business as usual. These things weren't blown up to the capacity that they were, you know, blown up to it until relatively recently, until really the passing of the vaccine injury act that shielded them from liability. Then, um, you know, then these things started really picking up. There was a lot of money to be had. Right. So, well, that's what gets me was the, the liability aspect of it is what stopped me from it. Um, and I started looking more into people shielding themselves from liability when my dad died. Um, cause he just went in for a routine surgery to Stanford and that's a pretty, you know, up there hospital. And when they fucked up, just giving him a regular drug and paralyzed him and they're like, man, that happens. I'm like, no, that's, that's how he died, bro. That, that doesn't just happen. And once he died, they're like, now there's really nothing you can do because you can't prove that. I'm like, oh, like they, this is a lot more fucked up than what people are led to believe. And they're just like, it's not malpractice. It's just, you know, it's just what happens. It's part of the, the risk and reward of having surgery and doing this. I'm like, it, it doesn't add up to me. And then when you have this right here with these vaccines, I'm like, no, nah, we're not liable, but inject it into you. It's like, Why? Like, if you're so sure in it, why are you not going to carry that liability? Why are you not going to, like, if I, right now I'm working on getting a beer made for my brand, right? I have to carry X amount of insurance just in case somebody gets sick when they drink my shit. You know what I mean? It's like, I have to have it. And who the fuck am I? You know what I mean? And it's, and that's what started me down the rabbit hole. That's why I understand a lot where you're coming from. But that's just a personal experience kind of in the same realm, the same verbiage that made me think? It absolutely is. I mean, it absolutely, medical malfeasance is like the third leading cause of death. Like I could look up the stat real quick, but doctors are responsible for killing people, whether it's malfeasance, malpractice, you know, straight up fraud or whatever. Doctors actually kill people quite often. And I don't want to demonize doctors because there's, you know, the reality is, is that doctors spend all of four and a half minutes on things like immunology, virology, or anything like that. They don't actually, they are essentially paid spokespersons, right. no matter what. And whomever, you know, but they don't all speak for the same companies. So you can you can find, or the same entities. So you can find doctors that are really, really good. And then you can find doctors that are churning out numbers. And hospitals in general, I mean, they they get to hedge their risk, but we can't. That's what's kind of funny is that Hospitals have policies and insurance companies have policies set in place to make the red tape so vast that you can't hold whoever is responsible accountable unless you just have the most overwhelming proof. A great example is theirs, the the process in which somebody seeks uh, compensation. So the Vaccine Injury Act that was passed made it so that you had to go through essentially a federal agency called the Vaccine Injury Court. Um, you couldn't sue them directly. You had to go through this court in order to uh, sue the, the manufacturer, but it's essentially paid for by the federal government, whether it's uh, through taxpayer money or uh, some people have said dividends from insurance companies. So insurance companies contribute to this fund. Um, but it's a fund that's essentially paid for by people, whether it's you know directly through taxes or the cost is passed on. And the highest payout for death is $250,000. And you have to prove directly what vaccine caused the injury. There's standards that you have to meet in order to prove it. And how do you do that if you're going to the hospital and you're getting six different diseases injected into you in the form of two or three different shots and perhaps maybe a nasal? How, how can you medically determine 
what caused what specific vaccine caused that to get you don't you can't you can't you just so there's all kinds of red tape it's intentionally set up that way because you know this is all prof very profitable for them right like it keep i mean think about it keeps everybody in business so that's not to say that individual physicians aren't good people um but that's to say that it's very possible they like you know all of us to some extent are participating in a you know hamster wheel that really is not a good one like if there was a way that we could restructure it completely then that that would be ideal but i don't i I think it's impossible big pharma is literally more powerful than oil weapons i mean you name it they they own it so it's yeah it's it's just it really the the only thing we can do to hedge ourselves from risk is genuinely preserve our sovereign right to choice period no and then they're 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 essentially taking it away without taking it away right now and that's where it's like right now it's um i'll only talk about one half of it but they're in my situation for work i mean i'm just an electrician and i'm told first round layoffs are probably going to be unvaccinated and job calls are going to they start saying you need your california cert and 100 percent vaccinated i'm like so i can have the choice yes of not getting it but now I think I fucked up by getting my family used to eating every day. So I have to keep that going. And in order to do that, I'm going to have to get it, you know, and, and go. You didn't fuck up. You are in a situation that everyone's in. I mean, listen, vaccines are my hill to die on. Okay. I, they just are. They're my hill to die on. They're not everyone's, but that doesn't mean we don't have a common ground. In yeah. fighting it, maybe yeah. you're, you know, you are located in an area. I mean, that's why I left. There is no common ground to be had where you're at. No. Uh, you are a fish out of water. You are a super minority. Okay, and I don't mean color. I mean political affiliation, just general outlook. Right. Yeah. Uh, you are the minority, and so there is no ground to be had. There's no. You're. It's. It's already. You're in. You're in the. You're in the lion's den, surrounded by lions. So. I, that's why I got out was because I started to realize there would be no footing there is, you know, it's just slowly rotting. Yeah. Well, the, the funny part is, is unions are, are largely, you know, they're supporting a democratic side. Um, but everybody I talk to that has not been as reluctant as me to get it. They already say, I got it. I'm not getting any more. And they're like, they can fuck themselves with all these boosters and all this shit. Cause they're like, I didn't sign up for that. I signed up for this. I don't even get the fucking flu shot. And now I, like you said, a lot of people are, I don't like the term woke, but they're, they're starting to see this is fucked up more than anything. The left ruined woke. Okay. So we can't use woke anymore. They ruined that shit. Um, I don't know what to call it. Call it common sense these days. Um, you know, but at the same time, coercion, (laughs) choice to coercion is not choice, right? I mean, that's, it's a fallacy. It's an ideological fallacy to say that because you have the choice, uh, to quit your job, that you are somehow, you know, that your sovereignty is preserved. And that's, that's just garbage. It's horse shit. I mean, there's nothing else called it's genuine horse shit. So to think that you, uh, you know, you, you don't, you are in a place where you don't have a choice. Not everybody has, has the ability to get out. And I literally destroyed, I won't say destroyed, but I leveled my life to get out of that. And I wasn't an electrician. I wasn't, you know, I was doing, you know, the things that were awful, in my life that lined up for this move 
you know, are being used for good, but it wasn't an ideal, right, situation. No, it really wasn't. But back to, you know, just, it's hard to like, people, most of the people that I've talked to uh, are not passionate about it. They are literally only getting it because uh, they have to. They don't want to wear the mask anymore because they're getting acne. It's like the number one thing I hear is people are tired of getting acne from the mask. So they got the shot at my job because I wear a mask uh, all day at work. So um, and only the unvaccinated do. So <laughs> everyone that's vaccinated gets to take their mask off. So I wear mine at work because I'm unvaccinated. But nobody is passionate about this. I mean, very few people are passionate about the shot. The people that are passionate, passionately for the shot, they're the ones that have the microphone. The vast majority of Americans are just following orders. Right. And that's fine. But, you know, I, I would think in combination of everything else that's going on, like that sort of power structure, what's going on with the border, uh, you know, expanding tax reporting, you know, banking reporting regulations, whether it's our unprecedented debt, whether it's people not working, you know, all the things working together, you would think people would be like, oh, right. What they're not, not. They're not. And that's, that's what's very hard is, is, I mean, this is where you, you, you get this a lot probably where it's like, oh, you're just a conspiracy theorist and it's, well, well, well no, um, I'm just paying attention. I am, I, I am too. A conspiracy theorist. Noah was a conspiracy theorist. You know what I'm saying? They can call me what they want. They can label me whatever we want. I'll be that. That's okay. I'll be that. Whatever you want me to be, I'll be that. But whatever title you have on it, it's just know that it goes in conjunction with right. So I, if I'm a conspiracy theorist, fine, but I'm right, aren't I? Right. Like, well, at that you know point, I mean? you're not a conspiracy theorist anymore if you're right. You know, it, it's it, you're not like seeing the future. You're just seeing the stats and the numbers in front of you and actually reading them and not just throwing that shit away, saying this doesn't make me feel good so i don't want to i don't want to read that you know and that's that that's where it's hard like i get i get into it with certain people um i got into it with my kid's mom when she took them the day it was approved and i was like are you fucking kidding me like just i let me let, let, let's meet in the middle not that it means anything but let's wait till it's fda approved nope already done what and now it's affecting people to where we don't know if they're sterile we don't know if they're we don't know long-term effects because we are the guinea pigs and that's what kills me because my kids are they're 14 and 16 and they have it so i'm like shit like where and my son was like mom said i had to and i'm like so you didn't even have a choice in the matter like you just had to go get your shit because you were told to from a parent i'm like you're old enough to say no and it's it, but you're not going to because it's mom it, i understand it's a hard fucking thing but that's where and i and i reached out i reached out i was like dude there's got to be something i could do like court wise because this is technically a medical procedure that Hey, I'm, I'm dad. You know, I should have some sort of say in it. Like, let's talk about this. And like, nope, it's an emergency. They can do that. Uh, go fuck yourself, sir. I'm like, yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, we have a, we have a big hill to, to go up because there is some precedent um, that emboldens the courts to make that type of, dis- I mean, medical kidnapping is just, it's just the norm to be vaccinated you know, why that is, is like totally a whole, there's, there's reasons behind that, but the norm, whether it's the courts, it's fully vaccinated is what's expected. And, um, that's unfortunate. I don't really know. It's, it, it's like, it's just a part of the system that we just kind of, I don't think we'll ever win. It's so, it's so ingrained deep into the psyche of some people that 
you know, these diseases present a serious public health threat that, you know, everything's treated like it's the black plague and you're not the responsible parent if you are hesitant to vaccinate. And, you know, that's, there's a lot of evidence. I mean, there's a lot of evidence to suggest that not only is the schedule extremely toxic for some people, but that there are specific people that are put at greater risk, people of color being one of the categories that are put at greater risk. Um, you know, a higher percentage of African-American men become, are, are negatively affected by the MMR vaccine than any other race. Um, you know, I think in just, what was it? I think Candace Owens tweeted about it, what'd she say? I think it was, I wanna say New York, uh, I think it's like some 73% of the urban population is unvaccinated. And yeah. so that's why Black Lives Matter is sort of jumping on the ship, which is like frenemies, right? Are we frenemies now? Is that what's going on? <laughs> Not sure. Well, that started uh, after those those women from Texas got kicked out of that restaurant up in New York, right? For not having a vaccine passport or some shit. I heard something like that. Um, I did. I, I feel like I saw that TikTok. But there's some legal precedent that says that the courts have that power. So it's going to be interesting. We're going to have to, I mean, it's really just going to come down to proving fraud, right? Like if we can prove fraud, whether it's with the story, the Wuhan story or the gain of function um, avenue or just genuinely like, because we're still in, we're still collecting safety data. I mean, right. all vaccines go through an extended period of safety monitoring. That's when they say, you know, all vaccines are monitored, safe and effective. Theirs is supposed to be the pathway that people report and monitor and that government bodies monitor adverse reactions. Right. A Harvard study many years ago did suggested that like one to three percent or something like that of actual injuries are reported, meaning and then the pro- in the same vein, Project Veritas, their drop just now, where the very first night where they're talking about, are you supposed to report these injuries and nobody's reporting them because the process to report through VAERS is so it, like painstaking that people aren't doing it. So you have the sort of whistleblower for footage verifying that that physicians aren't reporting vaccine adverse reactions. You have the Harvard study that says that like only one or 2% of adverse reactions are actually reported. And then you have the Dr. Jessica Rose from the FDA advisory committee coming in and saying, we're seeing a thousand percent increase in reporting to the VAERS system in just the past, in just 2021. That doesn't count. We're in September. That doesn't count October, November, December. A thousand percent increase than all the last 10 years of reporting combined. Right. That's not bots. That's not people, you know, conspiracy theorist Q followers running in and reporting to bears. No, that's a serious anomaly. Right. And that is a red flag. Yeah. And people, you know, safety studies are not they're They're just not done to the extent that people think they are. They've never done a study ever. No for, for no vaccine. That's tested the compound effects of the schedule, meaning everything in conjunction. You've got one kit. The study will have a very limited test group. We're talking a couple thousand people for most of them, some less. These are not big studies. These are really small studies. There's almost 400 million people in the United States. So these are small studies and they try, you know, and the data, uh, RFK Jr., who is the founder and leader of Children's Health Defense, who's a Democratic senator in Congress, uh, congressman, I should say. And he... um, he has this like two and a half hour YouTube video that goes through the way that Merrick presented the data for Gardasil, which is the HPV vaccine. And they're in the middle of a lawsuit for it because 
these comp the data that the FDA is reviewing is presented by the company. Right. <laughs> it's giving them the data. It's freaking Pfizer. And you know, and and if they're if your reputation means anything, Pfizer's history alone is enough for everyone, should be enough for everyone to stand up and question it. Like right. Google search later, the largest criminal payout in the federal government's history. And it's Pfizer. They had to pay like five billion for lying and killing people. And it's not Johnson and Johnson multiple times. Like like these companies and you're buying Lysol from them and they're in your house. And they're, it's just like this crazy web that is really like, I don't know. Well, didn't uh, a guy, for, I, I don't know his name or his position uh, off the top of my head, but did wasn't he some high up in the uh, FDA and then jumped over to Pfizer and then it got FDA approved? Um, so there's a couple of guys that uh, I don't remember. I, I have the actually could find it real quick. But um, yeah, that happens all the time. The previous director of the CDC, Julie Gerberdine. So people weren't really anti-vax until the... Um, MMR vaccine controversy when you and I were wee lads. Uh, in the early 90s, late 80s, there was a MMR vaccine and it was killing people. Right. And there's a the CDC who was tripping out, saw what was going on. So they had a doctor, you know, everyone, and then this is also when the autism spike started to curve. But um, if you say vaccines and autism, everybody loses their shit. So maybe that's for another day. But anyways, the long story short is uh, there's a doctor named Andrew Wakefield. He worked for the CDC for 10 years under Julie Gerberdine, Gerberdine, who is the CDC director for a really long time. And the CDC director is appointed by the president. Um, so that's like a big deal. But she was working at the CDC for a long time. So did Andrew Wakefield, long story short, he did a study on MMR and the safety data for MMR. And they were able to conclude essentially what he concluded was that MMR was much safer if it was given to children over the age of three years old and spaced out individually, meaning an individual amongst an individual, you know what I mean? The individual diseases rather than the three together, mumps, measles and rubella. And essentially, that was enough to get him discredited, get him booted from the CDC. Um, he addressed the issues of the data that was collected, the sort of corruption that was happening in there. And they just, I mean, they act like if you say Andrew Wakefield, people look like, talk to you like he's a quack. Like he worked for the CDC for 10 years. And Julie Gerberdine was the CDC director under that, uh, while that was all happening. And she's now on the board of I want to say uh, it's either Pfizer or Moderna. Oh, She's that. on the board of their vaccine department, yeah. not just any department, the vaccine department. The CDC members that are sitting on the CDC own, own patent rights to products that are used in routine vaccination. Right. Like it's, it's not the, the conflict of interest is so like unbelievably you just, you couldn't fathom it. And so I feel like, it's a common sense thing to, to kind of like be cautious of these things, but it's, it's really not for some reason. I don't know. Well, it's, I think now that if you look on anything across the, any, any, any business, any entity that has a board, it's going to be fucked right. up. Um, right. from you, you go the highest part of our, uh, politics, whether it's presidency, whether it's, you know, governors, senators, all that, all the way down to my local union, anywhere that has a board and members on it, it's fucked up and you can buy anybody out. And there's right. no, any, She's at Merrick. huh? She's at Merrick. Right? She's the president of their strategic communications, global public policy and population health. And the oh. chief patient officer 
at oh. Merrick. So the woman who oversaw the CDC, who buried all the information and brought to their attention by Andrew Wakefield, is responsible for countless murders of children, um, now sits on the Merrick board. And she's worth like some crazy amount of money. You know, what's interesting about her. She was in charge of the CDC when Dr. Fauci worked for the NIH and a bunch of other places while the AIDS epidemic was going on. Oh, hey, People man, later cool. should go and look into that little rabbit hole. That's a fun one. Well, there's a, I mean, yeah, there's so many freaking rabbit holes. If you just, just do a little bit of freaking research, you're just two in the morning, like, oh shit, I got to go to work soon. And you're just stuck just reading this shit. And then you're all depressed and it's hard. And I know that yeah. I've not read it for that purpose because I know that there are certain things I do read it. I do do research, but I know that I can very easily fall down that hole. And it's like, well, then you, then I feel more helpless and more like shit what do i do maybe ignorance is bliss but i don't want to just blindly just ever agree to anything like right now in this situation i don't care don't take this the wrong way i don't care what you do i don't care what he does i don't care what she does not my business (laughs) you know what i mean when we were kids that's how it was you kept medical information job information political information that resided in Jamie's house that resided in Nick's house, and that's where it. I was raised stayed. a little different. I've always been a little shit disturber when it yeah. comes to heated issues. Um, but you're you're absolutely correct. Ultimately, uh, it's just about respecting choice, whatever the choice is. As long as your choice isn't literally killing someone, like with abortion, but we won't go there. Then uh, <laughs> you know, then it should be a choice, right? It should be a choice, like to the very very most elementary, all humans. The most free that we can have is literally in our own like accountability, like in our own self-reliance. That's actually what freedom means. Like, are we really free grinding the nine to five, having to get a vaccine just to feed your kids? Like, are we really free? Nope. The idea of people being held more accountable for their own actions and the government, you know, having less say, like freaks people out. You know, I, I don't really understand, but we're not really all that free right now. So we're to not. see people, huh? We're not at all. We're giving it up just for safety. We're safety. Not. And, and we have traded little bitty in, in, you know, little bitty pieces of it over the years for, for complacency and for comfort. And I don't say that as a criticism because I'm part of that too. I was, I made a TikTok that went kind of viral today. And, you know, I just talking about, you know, some people wouldn't know tyranny if it slapped you in the face, monitored your bank account, so, you know, that whole spiel I did. And they, I was drinking a coffee, a Starbucks coffee, and they were like, as she drinks from a Starbucks cup, like, mm-hmm, like, okay. <laughs> but you're talking to me through the communist-run TikTok app. So it's like, you know, none of our houses, like, all of our houses are glass. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Like, let's start on that. Like, all of our houses are glass. We all play a part in the cog. We all are part of the matrix, right? Mm-hmm. But maybe, so it's always funny because like the literal movie, The Matrix, the guy that essentially betrays everyone because he wants to be plugged in. He doesn't want to know the shit. The ignorance is bliss argument. Do you remember that guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't blame that guy. He was a pussy and fucking killed, you know, got responsible for killing people. But at the end of the day, you know, you're, you're being plugged into The Matrix doesn't necessarily require you actively killing somebody else. Right. But I, I respect and I understand the, the, the ignorance is bliss position. I just wish that people could connect that with the fact that your ignorance won't be bliss forever, that there is an end to this. And to some extent, you know, I have a faith, I have a faith in the Abrahamic God, as you know, and, you know, I 
generally take the Bible at face value for its word. And I know in my heart that all this has an end. Um, I feel like conspiracy theorists are so good at predicting the future because in some cases it's already been, you know, we have things that we're referencing to kind of give us the warnings. I mean, the warning signs are there. God's making himself known in many different ways. And that is kind of where I, that that's where my peace is in all this. Uh, you know, my, I, you may know this, but a lot, you know, I, I actually come from pretty like, my dad is a pretty radical guy. And I mean that like cool, but also like he's pretty intense. Yeah, definitely. And <laughs> we are, yeah. And um, I mean, I, I'm intense, but only when that conversation is invited, do I turn it on, right? Or on my personal social media. Um, there is no off switch with him. It's every conversation, uh, you know, and I love him. It's super important to him. But this is like my, this is like my red flag, right? What I don't want to become in this. But he is pretty extreme and he can't really function outside of this like realm. I lost my train of thought. What the fuck were you talking about before I started fucking rambling? Matrix and your part in it and uh, oh. ignorance is bliss. It comes to an end and you trust what the Bible says. Yeah, it all comes to an end. So I think to an extent fighting it is moot. I think to an extent being so extreme about it is moot. People really aren't going to have much impact on the federal level where you are going to be powerful is on your local level. It's yeah. why uh, talking on things like your social media and Facebook about these kind of things aren't as pointless because you're actually talking to real people in the community. You're not a cog. Right. Um, and that's kind of what I do. That's why I feel like sometimes that's why I'm effective on social media is because my goal ultimately is to build a relationship with people and help them yeah. not to make them feel dumb. You know, if I trigger who I trigger, then that's great. I'm out there to do that too. But the people that aren't triggered about that or by me uh, will absorb my message. And, um, you know, you get to know people, you realize that we're really not all that different. Like, we're scared, you know, the anti-vaxxers are scared of adverse effects. The pro-vaxxers are scared of COVID. You know, we're all scared of something to a right. certain extent. Yeah. That's why That's why people should be able to evaluate their own risk and choose to take that. And ultimately, if you're scared of COVID, the government has literally, prop, you know, propped, you, propped everything up in a way where you could stay home, work from home, you know, to a certain extent and be completely covered. I want to do and that. Not all, it's not everywhere, but in most places and that's coming to an end as it should. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's, there's a lot, there's just a lot of, uh, there's a lot of choices out there. So I don't understand why this, this is all that I just, there has to be a bigger plan. You want to know what I think it's all about? Like yeah. it's about conspiracy theorists. Do you want to know what my honest ultimate overall view of it is? Yeah. Even though your shirt says you can't have, can never have too much Bob. So <laughs> this was my shirt. <laughs> This was his shirt, and I went today to get some of my grandma's ring size, so I felt like wearing his. I, I took this out of his closet. That's awesome. <laughs> you can never have too much, Bob. I felt like people were going to be like, and I was like, that's, that's the amount of confusion I want to give you, right? sir. <laughs> but no, so my, so I think. The end goal, if somebody asked me the other day, they were like, why do you think they would do this? Like, why do vaccine companies do this? Why do you think the government is doing all this, right? Like the world depopulation and all that. It's really simple. Money and control. Yeah. That's all anyone ever does it for, period. Money and control. There's so much money in it. And at the end of the day, powerful people just want more power. They just want more money. I mean, if history hasn't demonstrated that over and over again, and they found over and over again throughout history that the most successful avenue into people's hearts, mind, and souls is to essentially convince them that they're going to die if they don't do something 
or if they do do something that they'll die. And I think that this is all intended in one way or another, whether it's through supernatural prophetic, you know, God moving the parts to fulfill his ends or like quite literally a new world order that has like a, you know, globalist agenda that they're trying to achieve, regardless of what you think it is. The outcome is to get people comfortable being tracked. The intention, I believe, is to get people to be comfortable being herded into a system that allows the government to track their every move so that we can't, you cannot have dictatorships with sovereign people. You can't. That's why we've gone into Iraq. That's why we've gone into Iran. That's why we, you know, why we went into Vietnam. That's why we went into Korea. So you can't have sovereign, I'm sorry, you can't have a one world government if you have sovereign leaders running around. So America is different than any other country in that our entire legal system is set up that we are actually the sovereign leaders that's why it's a republic not a democracy the power is actually with the individual not the collective and um that that is different so in order to take down america you have to erode individual sovereignty individual rights and individual freedoms it's key to taking down the beast it ties in with our capitalistic free market system if you can erode choice on the most fundamental level you win period And so that's what I think the goal is. I think the goal, the long-term goal is to erode the sovereign America in every extent, family, financially, um, how you raise your children, what you eat, where you eat, when you leave, uh, you know, your credit score, all of that stuff is essentially going to matter. Like a social credit score, like right out of a Black Mirror episode. It sounds crazy as fuck, but it's literally happening in China and there's other places that are implementing these kind of draconian restrictions. So I just think that's the point. I think the point is to get America comfortable being tracked and we need a system. And it seems right now that vaccines work for that. They also are just, just it's just really as simple as the people running it are fucking billionaires. I mean, Amazon, how much, have you looked into how much money they've made during right. this shit? Yeah. yeah. Have you looked into how much money they've made during this shit? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's gross. <laughs> and Amazon has not mandated the vaccine yet. And I'm super tripped out by that because my husband works part-time for Amazon and we've always not like it's so it's never been anything we're putting our basket in we're just riding the wave as long as we can because yeah. it's amazon and you would think that immediately they will i guess they're probably just waiting for joe biden's department of labor to actually come up with some kind of framework for them to enforce but i'm like i'm shocked that they haven't lots of these really big companies haven't jumped on board yet and i'm kind of confused by that and i feel like when they say 80 million americans haven't been vaccinated i think that's probably as reliable as our election results i think it's probably a lot more yeah probably a lot more people than that yeah i I think it's a lot more i think i think you're you're right that everybody wants power and money and i if you look at how the rulers of the world have been with their with their nations they fall around what every 200 years or so give or take and we're past that and that's just i think this is the last last ditch effort to grab all the power and control and then we're going to fall uh or they're trying to stop us from falling and i think that's what's going to happen and that realistically it goes back to that um that's that story i think it was the was that that indian grandpa who says he's rich and he has to have his grandson ride a camel or something like that just so to keep him in check and we were never put in check. We came in and we established ourselves and we became the world's hall monitor for some reason. And we are stupid. We would have invaded ourselves if it wasn't for ourselves. And it's ridiculous that we're doing things the way that we are. And it's we're, we're watching what's happening in Australia and we're not paying attention to the ties that how it is now and how they have limited everything. And now they have limited internet. So you're not seeing what's happening. And... It's all for the sake of safety. 
in health. <laughs> Bless you. And Thank you. I that that's what trips me out is that people that are that they look past the fact that it's a vaccine and they're like, okay, cool, you get it for your health, that's fine and dandy, but you're not looking at they're making you. You're not looking at why are they making you? Why are they offering money? Why no one ever gives money away for free. You know what I mean? And why are they offering these lotteries and these burgers and these donuts and why are they trying to give you incentives to do it? There's always somebody pulling the fucking strings. And I was like, no, that's cool, man. Just just go ahead and do it. No. Like, I had to. I got to get my second one in two weeks. But I'm in California. I have to work. I have to do my thing. And I'm still going to be an asshole. And I'm still going to advocate for people to have their own choice. And I will right. say I don't have my choice. My choice got taken from me when well, it Jesus was. Jesus Christ, Tylenol kills people too. I mean, we, it's stupid. It's just about letting people it's it's a, you know the reality for if, if we really want to talk about it even if we took every vaccine death that's been reported on VAERS for face value say it's true that still means the risk of that type of reaction is extremely low and yeah. that's an important perspective to put in place it's just when you look at the data I'm just really not worried about COVID. I'm just, I've had it personally. Um, My husband had it. Uh, My kids, I think, got their version of it. And that's it. And I just, I'm just not that worried about it. And I just, I don't want anything to do with the mRNA. I I just don't want anything to do with it. I don't want anything to do with Pfizer, Johnson, Johnson, Moderna, like they're literal, literal Nazi companies. I don't want anything to do with it at all, period, end of story. It's not like choosing to buy Starbucks and then wondering how much, you know, Starbucks donated to Planned Parenthood. This is a different machine. Yeah. They are a different machine. I And I personally don't want any part of it. And that's why vaccines are the line in the sand for me, because um, that machine, I think, is the machine that's going to be responsible for the complete erosion and destruction of humanity as we know it. I mean, these companies own GMOs like Monsanto, these they're not good. They're not good machines. Yeah, no, no. They're all just powerhouses with a monopoly, and that's what they're trying to get. I think that we're going to, to make a movie reference, I think we're going to the way that Wally was, where we're all too reliant and big to do anything, and we have to be told what to do, and everything's made easy for us, and they just do what they want to do, and we just go along with the flow. I'm not about that life, but... You make them dumb. Propaganda. Not, not that hard. <laughs> no. I mean, only if a generation. We're dumb. We're sheep. There's a reason that the Bible calls us sheep. Right. Sheep will walk, sheep will walk right the hell off the side of a cliff without yep. even looking. Yep. So, you know, we do, we, we are, we need to be herded. And that's just part of who we are as humans because we're created in God's image and um, for a purpose. Yeah. And we keep wandering around trying to find our purpose. And maybe vaccines aren't your purpose, but fuck, our individual sovereignty should be our purpose. I sh- you know, our, you know, I, I'm so tired of arguing about racism and just, I mean, these things are important, but none of it fucking matters if we're all in fucking FEMA camps or have to wear vaccine stars or half of our loved ones in our family are quarantined in some camp like in Australia or our kids are dying. Like, what the fuck does any of it matter? Yeah. What does any of it fucking matter? It- it's just not we're just not going into a good direction it's a fucking freaky direction and think about it the power that biden even if you're for all this right yeah the white house is gonna shift okay and every single politician that votes for vaccine mandates and these fucking mask laws and the quarantines they are almost 100 percent, and we're talking maybe two or three exceptions they're 100 percent democrat across the line and down the ticket so you can't just say that this is 
you can't not say that this is political. It is political. political. The reason that that's so effective is because the people that are tending to the power shifted, right? Trump was the one that was warp speeding this vaccine. And people like me were not happy about that, by the way. Like the fact that he made it easier for them to move forward with this is not a good thing. Okay. Like it skipped past animal trials. All the ferrets died. If you know, you know, like it's not good. So that is a criticism. And now that power, I mean, he put 14 trillion into the military and, and who has it now? Fucking Biden. So three years, that power is going to shift. So even if you're for it, right, if you're a Democrat right now and you're like, I'm for all these vaccine laws, blah, 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 blah. In three years, the likelihood, if we still have an America by that time, uh, the likelihood that this is going to shift power, even on the local level in Congress and, and your local representatives, is going to shift. Do you want your enemy to have that much power? It's a serious question I have to answer myself yeah. because I was all for Trump putting 14 trillion into the military. I was all for that shit. And now I'm like, great. Biden's got it. What the fuck? And so I'm just reverting back to like the libertarian that's like, fuck all of them. They don't need any of that shit. Give <laughs> us our, give us our militia. Give, uh, let us be it. Like the, the militia, if they would have said, you know, if the second amendment was about, you know, armed and trained military men, it wouldn't say militia. Okay. Militia is fucking you, me. It's two or more of us. All right. Yep. That's a militia. That's two a militia. or more, yep. two or more. You're fucking a militia. Yep. And, and that's how I feel like we kind of got to get, got to get back to that some way. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to go like, you know, 1776 United States, but like, fuck, you know, we got to do something. You know what I mean? It's, it's where we're down a slippery slope and it's not going to be something we can come back. Well, that's a lie. I don't think that it's going to affect you and me as much because let's be real. We're not young, Um, but it is going to affect our kids. And that's where I have a problem. And uh, we got to do what we can do. But I mean, if they don't, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. This is the where only it's... thing you can do is plant the seed. Yeah. They're going to grow up to be their own adult, and that's true whether or not they grow up in the United States of America or some third world country that's war torn. They're going to make their own choices. They're going to have their own uh, will, their own view of the world. All we can do is ground them in as much truth as possible, lead by example, um, and you know, as cheesy as it sounds, and I've failed at this a lot in lots of ways as, as a parent, but giving them a foundation. Um, in something greater than themselves is really important. And, you know, it's it's so taboo. The reason that America has done so well is not, it's not random. The things that were breathed into the constitution are almost word for word, like it's almost completely taken from the Bible. A lot of people don't know this, but Southern black pastors had a huge influence in the writing of the declaration of independence and constitution. Um, of the time so these are these things are inspired by the word of god and people aren't sovereign because the government says that you're sovereign people are sovereign because god says you're sovereign and god gave you free will to choose what you do with your life like if, if that's not saying that's how important choice is right like the the god of the universe not to take it to some religious you know perspective but this is historically accurate to what americans believe during this process yeah. God is what makes you sovereign. And that's why all the power is supposed to be with the people. And, and if you take that away, you're really, you, you give it all up. It's all gone. You know, you can argue that we gave away our freedom with this, you know, Federal Reserve. You can argue we gave it away when we founded, you know, the United States America Corporation. You can argue whatever you want. But at the end of the day, the reason our constitution has lasted so long because it's because the principles are inspired by Christ. We've been protected and we've been blessed, even though we've been horrible representations of what Christ believes, right? We've been horrible representations of it throughout history. But 
the standard is still gold and that's still what we are reaching for and what we have reached for and that's yeah. what's unique about us because the gold standard that other people have been reaching for are literal golden calves and it led to this destruction of their civilization so mm-hmm. we held something different yeah you know our standard is actual gold is is, is goodness is truth is is sovereignty like those are those are principles that you don't get without jesus yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. there's no there's no other god that dies so that you can choose what you want to do fully and freely right and still be loved in the process like that's i mean that's just the basic of it so I, that's why truth is so important to me that's why sovereignty is so important i mean and that's why i i think that this is an issue more people can get behind because nobody wants to be fucking told what to do whether you agree with it or not you might do it because you agree with it you're like oh yeah you're right i should probably do that okay that's good, but that's not, you know what I mean? That's not, yeah. that's not, we're talking about having a pharmaceutical drug intramuscularly injected into your body. Right. Not once, not twice, maybe three, maybe four, maybe five times. Who knows? We don't know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Israel's on their fourth shot. Put it that way. Israel's on their fourth shot. Almost 80 something percent of the population is vaccinated and they have more capita per more breakthrough infections per capita than anywhere else in the world. When I got my first one, there was at least six people there for their third. So it was, uh, no, we're right there. It's, it's, it's crazy for how it is. But let's do this. Let's put a pin in this because I got to go get my son from school. And yes. uh, text me when we're done and let me know when you're actually going to want to talk and not pick up a shift and we have a podcast scheduled for another day. And uh, you want to just keep working. And, uh, you know, I mean, it, it's cool in the game. It's cool in the game. I'm glad I took today off and we were able to have this conversation. Because uh, we uh, just went over what we had to do tomorrow. Uh, I won't say any names, but she's wearing a Bob shirt, and uh, we can, we can. Uh, Listen, we- I never, I never said that it wasn't a total fucking hot mess. Okay, I never said that. So for me to be held to that standard right now feels a little. Mm, mm. I, I knew what I was getting into when I was like, "Hey, do you want to be on the podcast?" Like, it's. Oh, I will say. Of that, huh. You have thirty seconds. Oh wait. Never mind. I'll bring it for next time. Okay. Uh, I want to leave on this, though. The weirdest thing that I found that I have not done research on, I'm going to do right now when I walk to my son's school, do this research, too. I'm pretty sure that Rage Against the Machine is um, requiring vaccines for their concerts, which is... Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Because I need to know if that's true. Because I have to find I have- out. I have memes prepared, if that's the case. I have to find out. I don't know. I've seen some stuff. I've heard some stuff. I just have to go do my research now. So I'm going to do it. And is it the band or is it the venue? That's what I got to find out. And I I want to find out. I want to know what that is. Because when I went to go see Joe Rogan two weeks ago, I had to show. I had to go get a negative test or be vaccinated. Nobody checked it. And it was the venue, not Joe Rogan. And I went to the venue and they're like, didn't ask for shit. So I'm like, that's cool. Uh, So why do I have to go do this? But I don't know. That's what I want to find out if it's the venue or the band. So. You guys, there's other ways also to. So this is why. So the other thing to end on is think about the fact that none of these papers are actually like being tracked anywhere. I'm just going to put that out in there. Right. Anyone could sign these papers. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, you know. Yeah. So yeah. anyways. All right. So uh, I'm going to text you what I find and then we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll go from there. So, Good thank you. I'll send you the link right now, too. Okay. Bye. Bye.